Welcome to the island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and I want to thank you again for listening to the island and making this show a part of your day. Today we have a very big, meaty topic that people need to know and people need to start truly not just talking about because they are talking about it, but also doing something about it. And that's where we're falling short when when we come to this topic. It seems like we're doing something about it, but it's already been too late. That's when we want to start doing something about it. So I want to ask you all who are listening a question. John Gruden, Deshaun Watson, Ben Roethlisberger, R. Kelly. What do they all have in common? That is the question. And you don't got to answer it because I'll answer it for you. But I, I just want those names to stick out just for right now. John Gruden, Deshaun Watson, Ben Roethlisberger, and R. Kelly. They all have one massive thing in common. And I'm not talking about the allegations or the the proven things that they've done wrong towards women towards uh the opposite sex towards race uh towards being homophobic and all that stuff uh using racial slanders and just doing but what do they truly all have in common and why did it get so bad to where either they lost their profession? There's really only one who hasn't so far lost his profession, and that's Ben Roethlisberger. But he has dramatically declined in skill. However, let's let's talk about what else do they all have in common? And... I want to spend some time on the side where someone should have stepped in, in their circle, because these men didn't do this stuff alone. Yes, they, they, they were the perpetrators. However, they didn't do this stuff alone. They had somebody or multiple people in their ear to where they felt comfortable enough to do these things or at least mention that they're going to do these things too. And that person who gave them their ear did nothing and let it, let it keep rolling and rolling and rolling downhill until it all crashed. You see, the saying goes, you know, let me believe, let me hope I'm going to get this right. But the saying goes, evil succeeds when good men do nothing. And when it comes to these individuals, again, John Gruden, Deshaun Watson, Ben Roethlisberger, and uh, uh, who else was the other one? R. Kelly. When it comes to these guys... They have a circle of men. 
of guys, of, of just people, not just men, even probably even women, but they have a circle of people. Hex, let's even throw in uh, Epstein, that guy who's miraculously committed suicide when he had nothing to actually commit suicide with. But let's just go in to their people that they had around them. You see, what's important is when you are finding your way through life, it is to surround yourself not just with people who say, yes, you can do this. We can do this together, but also surrounding yourself with people who are going to tell you that you are wrong, who are going to tell you that is not a smart thing to do, who honestly will put you in your place, regardless of anything. Because I believe, and this is my thought, that nobody is truly a friend of you if they are always saying yes. That is not a true friend. So let's go back into all of these men. They are all rich, powerful, famous. They have all this money. But yet, it all came crashing down on them. Because of the decisions that they've made. And yes, these were their decisions. So I'm not going to belittle that. They were the ones who made this decision. So they have to reap what they've sowed. At the same time, when you have other people around you, because they didn't do all of this stuff by themselves. And that's the part that people aren't really truly talking about. It's already too late for all of these individuals. Every last one of them. Maybe not so much Ben Roethlisberger, but the other ones, it's already too late for all of them. And this all could have been stopped if just one of them had a real friend in their circle that told them, this is wrong, you should not do this. And they kept telling them this, but instead they wanted to surround themselves with yes men. You see, when you do something like that and you surround yourself with yes men, it's only going to come crashing down on you when you decide that you're going to do something very, not just irresponsible, but disgusting, disturbing, just straight evil. And with that, your yes men end up disappearing or turning their back on you. In the case with John Gruden, yeah, how did they get all these emails? They, they were personal emails that were sent to, to another individual, um, Mr. Allen, who used to work for the Washington uh, football team. And, and he got fired. You know, he got fired for sexual misconduct. So, you know, there's a there is a common there, you know, 
you know, it's not an opposite that attracted, you know, it, it's they were all in the same circle. So it's truly not surprising that these that John Gruden felt comfortable enough to send emails with this type of language on it uh, to a man who was, you know, sexually harassing females in his own organization. You know, it's not surprising. So how did these emails get out? I, I I don't know. I personally, honestly don't care. You know, they got out. My honest opinion is it probably was Mr. Allen who didn't want to go down by himself. So he's going to bring everyone down with him. You know, it, you know, let's just throw that out there. However, there's no one in that circle, honestly, who is safe. Speaking on Gruden. Nobody in that circle is honestly safe because already one of them has truly gone down. And that is uh, Mr. Allen from uh, the Washington football team. I forgot what his actual position was, but I believe it was he was the uh, operations president of of football operations somewhere high up there. Basically, the only person he uh, had to applied to was or only person he had to answer to was the owner that's it um and this this was a while ago he ends up getting fired and all this other stuff and so he's no longer part of the Washington football team he is out of there years later John Gruden pops up and these emails that John Gruden was sending him dating all the way back, I believe it said was 2015 and the email stopped in 2018, apparently. And, you know, he they were sending emails back and forth um, taught with racial slurs in it, apparently um, homophobic uh, verbiage, uh, uh, also misogynistic verbiage and just just disgusting things they were also sending pictures back and forth basically porn back and forth to each other um and, and the, what's funny about all of this is that there was more than just these two individuals that were in these conversation so i, I don't think that this is going to be over with Anytime soon. I think this John Gruden thing is just the tip of the iceberg that was happening in the NFL and going back and forth. I, I, I do believe that there's going to be more and more high up individuals in the NFL that is going to be taken down with this. And it's just now starting. Mr. Allen, John Gruden, and there's more. I believe I did read something that said there were other owners. There are owners of teams that's been involved with all these emails. And it's just now coming out. They're all going down. I'm just wanting to say that to you right now. So... Now, we got somewhat of the gist of what's going on with Gruden. Deshaun Watson, if you haven't heard, let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Um, multiple allegations that he has been, his conduct towards the 
people who have been giving him massages for, you know, his injuries and things like that. The females that have been doing this stuff for him. Um, he's been giving out sexual advances towards them. His sexually, sexual conduct, very nasty, derogatory, just horrible, horrific things. Um, I, I don't even know the count how many women it has gone up to. But we all know the type of talent Deshaun Watson has. However, it doesn't matter. Now let's go into, do I truly got to speak on the R. Kelly saga? It's like, I, I don't even want to say he's the worst because all of them are in the same category. However, you're talking about sex trafficking, minors, um, all this just evil, disgusting, dis disturbing things, you know, uh, so then the Ben Roethlisberger, if you haven't, if you don't know the story, I believe he has had two counts of sexual misconduct, uh, sexually assaulted a woman in a bar, apparently, and then there was another woman, um, so let's, let's talk about this, let's, let's, let's truly have a real conversation about this and about men who get all of this money have all this fame have all of this power and they feel like they can do whatever it is they want when it especially when it comes to females these type of men feel like they can do whatever it is that they want because they have the fame, they have the fortune, they have the power, they can say and do whatever it is that they want to do. And no one stops them. No one says, yo, this is wrong. This is not right. They just keep going and then it just keeps rolling downhill. It's a snowball effect where it just keeps going downhill and it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, what people don't realize when the snowball gets massively huge, it begins, it's not even begins, but at the very end of it, there's always a tree at the end of this hill and the snowball hits right into this tree and explodes. This is what happens to these guys. So when a person who is in this circle sees this, why doesn't anyone tell them no? This is wrong. Why do they let it just keep going downhill? There's other men through, through, throughout history and sports that this has happened to. And the, one of the most famous ones, let's truly talk about this because this is a fascinating story. I've spoken on him on the brain aspect just a tiny bit when it came to concussions. But Aaron Hernandez, he is now dead. He committed suicide in prison. On He was in prison on multiple counts of murder. Uh, basically, he was basically a hitman. Did a lot of horrible things. So 
where are the people that is part of these guys circle to stand up and say, hey, this is wrong. Maybe in Anna Hernandez's case, they were just scared. This guy, is, he, he's, he's killing people. You know, I, it's, I, I, can, I can see that. However, this mentality that he had in the beginning before it manifested into murder, somebody saw it going this direction and they could have stopped it a long time ago, but refused to do so. Just like in Deshaun Watson's case, none of these men are doing any of this stuff by themselves. Even if they're the only ones doing the acts, other people know what's going on. And they are doing nothing. Let's talk about R. Kelly, for example. R. Kelly, his bouncers, the people in his circles, they would go out and find the females to bring back to him. Are you kidding me? Like, let's 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 think about that real quick. None of these guys, and some of them were females, said to themselves, this is wrong. We should not do this. Mr. R. Kelly, this is wrong. We should not do this. But instead, what they all did. They all went out in the crowd when he's having a concert or they're traveling and they're finding females of all types of ages, minors and all this other stuff. And they're taking them to him so they can have their little their little get their little sexual fantasies on. But nobody stopped. You see, it, it, it's not just the person who's the famous one with all the money that just all of a sudden wants to do this stuff. It's also the people around them. And, and this is where the issue really is at. Because we want to go straight in and get the famous person. And yes, we need to get them. But at the same time, these people who are around them should be also held accountable to what they have done to help this person do the things that they did. Deshaun Watson wasn't out there by himself. I'm pretty positive he was telling people. And everybody around him that he was saying this stuff to was telling him it's okay. It doesn't matter. You're Deshaun Watson. You can do what you want. You know, it is what it is. You can do what you want. You have millions upon millions of dollars. What are they going to say? You are Deshaun Watson. Everyone knows who you are. You are uh, famous in the community. You help with charity. No one's going to listen to these women because... You know, they're just people, they run around and massage people, so they're probably doing bad things to begin with. Let's get real. Where are these people? Or let's 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 look at it on the flip side. Are these the same people turning them in? They're helping them out just to turn them in. 
You see, you got to be very careful of the people you want to be around. And if you're doing something bad and everybody around you is saying, clapping their hands, saying, yeah, keep going, it's cool, then that means that they are the wrong people to be around. Let's talk about a story that I, I heard, and this was actually a few days ago. You could probably find it. It was a bunch of sounded like a bunch of kids, a bunch of teenagers. They couldn't be older than 23 or some crap like that. Um, but they were driving and the driver was driving and I guess they were speeding. He was speeding or she was speeding or whatever. And they had friends in the back of the vehicle and they were egging the driver on yeah we can outrun the cops outrun the cops yeah go over here turn over here all this other stuff and then they were calling the cops names while they were driving thinking it was fun and games telling the driver keep going yeah you can do it you can get you can forget these pigs and blah 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 that's what the words that they were saying i don't want to go into all the other words because it was pretty bad and then one of the cops got tired of chasing them and they tapped them what they do on with their cars on the side of the back of the car, I believe. Then they had stripes out and so they popped the tires too. And they ended up, you know, basically stopping. And these the tone of these kids while they were in the car. Yeah, we're awesome. We're bad. We can't. We can do whatever. We are unstoppable. As soon as they stopped, their tone changed. Please don't kill me. I'm going to comply. Oh well, uh, no, don't hurt me. I'm dead. Like nigga, shut up. Shut up. And the sad part was, guess who got in the most trouble? Obviously, the driver. Because they were drive, he was driving or she, I forgot. But they were the ones driving. However, the people in the car were also the ones telling this person to keep going and just keep doing it, egging them on, being their hype person in the background. You can do it, you can do it, you can do this despicable thing and get away with it. And then when they realized they weren't going to get away, their tones changed and the fingers started to get pointed. It's the driver. See, this is this is this is society, though, right? This is society. The one doing the act, they're the ones who are going to be the one who gets in all the trouble. But we don't realize that there's an entire group of people behind them, egging them on, pushing them to keep going, to keep doing these despicable acts. Some of them, probably a lot of them, are even helping them do these acts. I'm quiet because... This is the part no one wants to say. This is the part that's everyone's like, oh, 
it was just that person by themselves. However, it wasn't just that person. See, I asked it early in this episode. I asked early, what do all these guys have in common? It's not just their sexual misconduct that they had in common. It was the people that they placed around them that was in common. And what was placed around them were all a bunch of basically whisperers that say, it's okay. You could do this. It doesn't matter. You're rich and famous. You have a lot of money, a lot of power. You can get out of this. And then when it comes crashing down, oh no, they point the fingers. They're the ones who did the act. We were just doing what we were told. But really, could it easily have been the opposite way around? See, I think the entire system, the entire group, like with R. Kelly, they all should be in prison. Every last one of them. Like I said, it is factual proof that his group went out and found these females for him. I am pretty 100% positive that Deshaun Watson wasn't making the phone calls to get these females to his house. I'm pretty positive he had somebody else make the phone calls. Pretty sure that'll come out later. I'm pretty sure John Gruden had an entire group of people he was sending emails to. Because if you actually look at the report, they were all sending porn back and forth to each other in emails. Oh, but that part didn't come out in the story. Why? Because this John Gruden thing is nowhere near being done. If you looked at the entire story, there were owners of NFL teams involved with these emails. Owners involved with these emails. And one of the one of the articles I saw was they were sending pictures of females in only bikini bottoms back and forth. All of them were doing it. Not one person said enough is enough or not one person said you shouldn't do this the second they did it the first time. No, they made them feel comfortable to where they can keep doing it over and over and over and over until the snowball finally hit a tree and it it exploded in front of them. Now everybody, all these guys are coming out apologizing and blah, 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 blah. Good, you need to apologize. However, you know, a little too late. And I get no one wants to be the the snitch. However, it wasn't just one person. Do you truly think... You're getting it all when you're only bringing in one person. We are talking about people who are harassing, not just harassing, but sexually harassing others 
using racial slurs about others. And the only thing you want to do is grab one person and put that one person in jail or just fire that one person from their job or just let that one person resign from their position. See, that's the problem. That is the problem in itself. Because again, I am telling you, this is not one person. This is a group of people who got together and decided to do these despicable, disgusting acts, to say these things, to push the person on who had the money, who had the fame, who had the fortune, who had the power. They, they pushed them to do these things probably because, you know, let's, let's be real. They wanted to do it also. And they had to find a person who would join in with them. So if anyone got in trouble, the media would only focus on the famous person and not their disgusting crew, not their disgusting circle that they had around them. Because let's be honest, that circle, they're going to disappear and eventually come back together but around somebody else. And it's all going to happen again. See, this is that cycle. And until we truly want to acknowledge that part and go after everybody involved, everybody involved and kept on doing it, it will not stop. That is the issue. Think about that. I want to thank you again for joining me on the island. I am your host, Alva Samuel, and we have multiple conversations. And these conversations are going to end up getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And they will affect everyone in one way or another. But that's okay. Because we're having these conversations and these conversations need to be had. And if we can't have these conversations, these type of real conversations to truly show what is really going on, then what are we doing? Again, I'm your host, Alvis Samuel, and thank you for letting me be a part of your day. Thank you for joining me on the island.